talk when the cap comes off, yeah I don't really give a fuck, I'ma let you walk, yeah Let me live my life, I'ma let you do you, yeah I just wanna have fun and, 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 and With my feet kicked back, drinking hand Meditate about getting back Taste good vibes, protect me I just might have hurt my liver Seven day bender, yeah I'm a sinner Full time sender, when a chicken dinner Truth don't bend her, lies I'm no swimmer Bless this pussy, then my eyes get white, silent killer Pride go hide, mood tied like Miller I'm a DT shit, blunts feel gorilla Then I'm stuck in the same spot, work ethic vanilla Please I'm working, and the road's real rocky so I'm swerving Daily hoes coming to, I'm not deserving Pissed a few too many off, but I'm learning Burning, bridges that burn me I don't really wanna talk when the cap comes off, yeah I don't really give a fuck, I'ma let you walk, yeah Let me live my life, I'ma let you do you, yeah I just wanna have fun and what's good everybody welcome back to episode two of authentic vibes only podcast and yes i want to show you a little bit of my my uh goofiness uh this is me it is also a special day welcome it is my birthday so let's say what's up to jordan hopefully he joins us here in a second um i know hey, he's here. let's just hope he turns on his camera and we'll get you uh going. dude you do that you're not allowing me to share my camera, bro. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what's up? What's up? How do I do this shit? <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Why is this not? There you go. Change host. Go ahead. Do it. And then change the host back. There we are. Oh shit, we fucked up. What's up, bro? We're back. We're How back. you doing? How's it going? How's it going, bro? Hello. What's going on? How's, how's the uh, how's the birthday? Oh, you know, birthday was good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Do anything exciting or is it just whatever? Let's see. So Saturday night, you know, I went out, got a little too fucked up. Um, but that's the point, right? That's that's what your birthday is about, having fun. Um, yeah, just went out with some friends, met up with some friends, had some drinks, had a good time. Um, then Saturday, Sunday, uh, or no, Sunday, Monday, and then we came back today, me, my mom, and dad, and sister, we went out of town for a little, like, trip, uh, yeah, to the Wisconsin Dells, kind of hung out there, and did some fun stuff, like escape room, stuff like that, um, this is a little getaway, um, we're all busy people, so couldn't take a huge trip, but it was still well worth it, and fun trip to take, so, um, I'm grateful and thankful that uh, they're able to take me to do that and just spend some time with them. It's good. Yeah. 
were able to uh, get out those escape rooms or did they trap you in there on some of them? Oh, bro. Uh, we escaped. We had an hour. We escaped in like 35 minutes. So we made it. Oh, out. damn. We got out of that bitch. And uh, yeah, we escaped that. And well, I'll, I'll show a picture on the podcast. That we got a picture from. I guess I'll throw that on there. Throw a little pic of us. Um, uh, but anyways, welcome to episode two of Authentic Vibes Only. Um, I know last week was more of an introduction to us. And, um, yo, Jay, can you focus your camera a little? My bad. What? Your camera. Can you get it to focus a little bit better? Oh, no. There you go. Is that better? Uh, kind of. Anyways, <laughs> episode two, uh, or episode one, just a little introduction to what AVO is, uh, what we, we, what it means to us. And yeah, hopefully you guys are excited about it. We're super excited about it. We want to bring you guys along this journey. And uh, that's, that's what we're going to be talking about today is uh, our journeys and kind of, not kind of, but how we got on this path of finding our own true authentic selves, which um, is not a, uh, it's a journey, but it doesn't ever come to an end. I feel like, you know, it's just a continual thing and it's going to, uh, continual growth and progress every day so we know that uh we are we we are comfortable with who we are but we also know that things change and we're going to change as we keep growing up and, and getting older finding new hobbies or whatever that may be finding new things in life uh life that we enjoy so um yeah i know i don't know i don't know what i know <laughs> no, i'm just kidding uh <laughs> I know that I'm I'm happy with where I'm at right now. I'm happy with myself and I'm comfortable with myself. And I'm I'm really excited to talk about my journey. Um, I'm sure Jordan's just excited to talk about his. There's some things that uh, we won't go into detail too much. At least I won't. I don't want to um, throw any shade at anybody or, or anything like that. Um, let's talk about what shaped me, some things I went through. But it's not targeted at specific people. Um, and uh, I want to... Actually, instead of end with the quote of the day. No, no, no. Actually, yeah, we'll end with it. I was gonna say let's start with it, but let's end with it. Um, I'll talk about my journey second. You can go first. Um, we'll talk about yours first, and then we'll I'll go off of that, like talk to you. We'll talk a little bit about yours. Um, back and forth, a little chat. I'll talk about mine and then the quote of the day will lead off of that. I just gotta remember that it has to do <laughs> the quote of the day does have to do with um your past. So um, we'll leave it at that for now and you guys will hear what it is later, but let's go hear what, uh, Jordan has to say and, um, let's hear about his journey and how he's become a more authentic and genuine person and how he's become so comfortable with who he is and where he's at in life and what really shaped him. So. <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, I, it really just all starts at the beginning of when I was a little kid, you know, my parents were really young parents. You know, my mom was maybe two years out of undergrad. My dad just came to the country from Morocco. So he's the only one here on his side of the family. And they started at the bottom with nothing, like nothing. They didn't get any handouts. They didn't really have, have connections or anything of the sort. And, 
you know, being able to grow up in that environment and see them make all these sacrifices and see them consistently working their tail off to get to where they wanted to get to and, you know, get to where they're at today, you know, really played a big impact in who I am as a person today. Um, you know, it always told me to put my best foot forward, no matter what it was that I was doing and to constantly, you know, never give up and always be relentless in whatever pursuit I was doing. And growing up as a kid, that was mainly sports. You know, I played football, played basketball, ran track, played soccer for a little bit, ran cross country for a little bit. You know, I was doing all these things. And, you know, along the way, you know, high school, you have that normal drama that happens. And, you know, I was actually in a long relationship there. Things didn't really go that well. Um, towards the end, she was older. She went away to college. Shit happens, you know. But going into college, right? You know, we played football at the same college for at least a year, you know, and it was a new environment. I got to say, I was, uh, how do I say, I was not being the best me that I could possibly be, right? I was getting involved in things that weren't necessarily the, the best situations to put yourself in. You know, I was skipping class, thinking like, oh, I don't need to go to class. I can just do this on my own type of thing. Um, you know, going to parties all the time, showing up to weights the next day, so a little hungover, still smelling, reeking of alcohol, all this different stuff. And, you know, after the first term, I ended up only having, I think, maybe like a 2.5 GPA, which, you know, to my standards is atrocious. I was normally a 3.5, 4.0 student in high school. I always knew that I could help hold myself to those standards. And, you know, after that fall term, and we had that break going into uh, winter break, which is, I think, a month, month and a half or so yeah, it's pretty at the time, um, I really just looked at myself and I decided, like, well, is this the trajectory I want my life to go, right? Like, is, is this who I'm going to be as a person? Am I going to be a 2.5 GPA student who, you know, is going out all the time and, you know, putting myself in bad situations, things of that sort? And, you know, I came to the realization that that's not true. You know, like, I'm not happy with where I'm at. I'm not happy with the things that I was doing. And so I decided to make a change. And, you know, the big thing was being like, all right, I'm going to cut back on, I'm going out. I'm going to start getting back into working out, you know, two or three times a day. I'm going to start eating, eating uh, higher quality food, things of that nature. And, you know, going to class, focusing on my studies and shit like that. Um, and, I mean, you could also talk about this as well, but, there was just some resistance of not wanting to go out to party initially because, you know, everyone wants to go out and party on the weekends. Everyone wants, you know, their friends and stuff to be there. And when I would say no, they get a thing of like, well, why not? Like, why are you being this or that? Whatever the case may be, which is cool. Like, I understand. Um, but just that initial resistance made it a little harder to kind of get to where I wanted to get to. Um, ended up finishing that middle term because you know the school we were at was a trimester school uh so that second term actually had a i think was a 3.0 gpa or so so you know i did really good and stuff like that Definitely. um then into the spring term i ended up getting a i think a 3.5 or so but i did end up retearing my meniscus in both my knees during you know spring practice yep. um which really i guess changed things for me because Heading into summer, I had a lot of different things to think about. Had, you know, surgeries to kind of plan out and think of, well, do I want to get surgery? 
can I, how will I still be able to play, you know, not getting surgery, like how much pain tolerance is going to be, how many cortisol shots am I going to have to get a week? Because at the time, over summer, I was going to therapy two times a day. I was getting cortisol shots one time every single week. I was on painkillers, all this different stuff. Um, and I don't know, just randomly, uh, the, the my friend I was supposed to roommate with, he, you know, texted me, reached out, asked me if I was, you know, still going to come back. So I wasn't necessarily sure. And I don't know what came over me, but I, I was just like, I was like, no, dude, I'm not like, I don't know. I don't really know like what the reasoning was, but when he asked me, I just had the feeling of like, no, that's, I'm not coming back. Um, in the, just in that moment, I decided, and I was like, well, shit, I just made this decision. Where am I going to go now? Like, I didn't even think about this. So I had to, you know, pull myself together real quick and be like, all right, so I'm not going back to this university. So where am I going to go next? And I ended up going to this school by my house. You know, it's a D2 NAIA type of school. Um, and it was really different because it put me outside my comfort zone. Um, it was a religious school. It was a institution that requires you to go to um, church once a week, at least once a week. Um, you know, doing things that I have never, you know, considered doing in my life and things that I never even would have been like, oh yeah, I can see myself doing this. Um, so putting me in that uncomfortable situation outside of my comfort zone, it really forced me to grow by being in a completely new environment. And I only knew two people that already went there. Um, so it was basically like starting as if you didn't know anybody. So having to make new friends, having to build relationships, things of that nature, you know, really helped me grow tremendously and, you know, turn into who I am today. You know, I got to meet some great teachers that became mentors during my time there, you know, dove into personal development books, reading, gotta say, before I didn't really read that often, but going there, reading all the time. I think since then I've read probably about 80 books. That was 80 books over the course of, I think, three years, Damn. like three years ago, it's a date, about 80 books or so. And you know, listening to different podcasts, you know, if it's going to be business, fitness, personal development, whatever the case may be, just constantly trying to, you know, bring knowledge into my life, finding areas of where I can improve. Um, this is also where, you know, I stopped playing football, so I didn't need all my football weight. So I started to, you know, cut massively, cut back on, you know, eating like a 6,000 calorie diet. So now I eat probably like maybe 2,000 or so, a little bit under that. Um, right now I'm cutting because you know I'm crazy cutting the winter time. You're not not most people don't do that, but you know. I mean, it's it's almost that season anyway. It's just hard. <laughs> yeah, you know, doing that. And then um, yeah, ended up graduating my my total undergrad three and a half years because when I transferred, they said I would end up having to take four and a half at that school. So I went crazy. I took 18 credits a semester. I took three to four classes in the summer. Every summer, I took classes over breaks. Um, I just went crazy. And, you know, no one no one said you had to do it. No one said, like, this is what we expect of you. It's more of I just had that expectation for myself that I wasn't, I wasn't going to allow myself to, you know, take that long in school because I felt like for myself, I wanted to kind of start my life early, start my career early. Um, so yeah, I did that, you know, now I'm currently in grad school, 
got just over a year left from done with uh, my MBA. And yeah, got a, um, you know, great job. Still got my internship from my junior year of college that I'm still currently working. Have, you know, had football scout at Pep Reds on Illinois, which, you know, by the way, when I first started, I was just a scout working there within a few months, working my tail off, you know, building connections, things like that, got promoted, um, kept working at it a few months later, got promoted again to the head scout. And since then, I've just been rolling with it. Um, you know, I think I talked with you about this, you know, being able to build my own personal brand and that started from zero followers. Now I have just over 6,000 in under a year. Um, same thing with our, our work page. When I started, it was about maybe two or three grand. Now it's at like 10,800 followers, give or take. I'm not saying that's 100% on me, but it's more of being able to contribute to getting it to that point, right? Um, and yeah, you know, now like I read almost every single day, go to the gym five, six days a week, you know, make sure that by the time I wake up to the time I go to bed, I get all my shit done that I need to get done, you know, get my things ready for the next day. Um, and also, you know, a really big thing is being able to manage your time well to where you know when there's days where I do need to get work done or get school done whatever I can solely focus on that but also still making time for my girlfriend for family and all this different stuff because it's important that they also get their time as well you know right. um let's let's talk about how um kind of being at the first college you know we were at that together and um you know we we have talked about how we don't feel like the environment was that great, but like I said, we're not going to bash the place. We're not going to talk crappy about these other people because that's not what we're about or talk crappy about the school. Cause I feel that I did have a, um, and have a horrible experience there. You know, I got a lot out of it. Um, but let's talk about how you transitioning from one school to the next. And then the new school, like you said, was, was religious, right? Um, that was a lot different for you. Yeah. And how did that contribute to any of your, like, besides, uh, like, how did that contribute to your spiritual growth and how does your spiritual growth, um, or religious beliefs, you know, they can go hand in hand, um, contribute to, yeah, who you are and how hard you work. Like, I see, you know, you talked about your, your early childhood too, and that's where you started um, from early days. Your parents watching them work so hard from nothing kind of contributed to that. But then you fell off. Like you said, you came to college for the first time. You fell off. And do you think that if you didn't leave the first college that maybe you wouldn't be where you're at? Obviously, we don't know. But do you think leaving the first college really puts you on the right trajectory? Or – um was it your new school that really put you on that right tra trajectory? Cause you did say that you did do a deep talk with yourself and thought about it, but I'm guess I'm really getting at like, what do you feel like um, spiritually, religiously new school type? Like what really put you on the right trajectory and how'd you become so dedicated to what you are now? Right. So I really think it's a little bit of both, right? Like, you know, after that first initial term, I had to talk to myself and kind of figure out, is this really who I am? And is this really who I want to become? Um, 
you know, I got to say at the first school, I did make some really good friends. Some of them I still talk to, you know, today I'm still in contact with, and it's not anything about the school. The school is a good school. Don't get me wrong. It's more about the things I was getting myself into at the school and the things that I was not necessarily getting dragged into more of being associated with, right. Um, to where it, it made it a little difficult to separate myself from certain environments and not, you know, get shit for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's that. Um, I'm going into the new school. I will say like the, it being a religious school, going to having to go to church at least once a week. And it's not like a, you know, you're sitting in there and they're, you know, strictly preaching out of the Bible and it's, you know, very boring. Like sometimes it'd be really cool. Like they had, they'd have guest speakers come in, you know, trying to remember, uh, there was a, a previous Bears player, maybe a current Bears player. Um, he's very religious, very spiritual. He came in, he preached. He's a really cool guy. Um, you know, got to learn from him, got to learn from a whole bunch of different, you know, guest speakers they had. And they really, you know, kept you energized, you know, kept <coughs> the audience in check because it's about, I think, an hour or so every single time. Um, and I will say it, it really did help me grow spiritually because, you know, heading into it, like, yes, I believed in a higher power, but I never really took it further than that. Like, I never was like, oh, like, you know, what is it that, that I, that I really do believe in? Like, is it just, oh yeah, I believe that there's a higher power. Like, yeah, I do. Or is it like, yes, I believe there's a higher power. And, you know, like, you know, you have a plan for your life, you know, all these different things. I like, just have to trust the process and, and know that no matter what comes your way, like it was either sent to you for a reason to help you get to where you wanted to get to, or it's answering, you know, whatever prayer you sent. And, you know, go being able to be in that environment and learn from that and grow spiritually, you know, to where my beliefs are at now is, you know, again, not going to push any beliefs on anyone. I'll say universal God, because you know, I believe that everyone can feel whatever way they want to feel to. Uh, they can have their own religious beliefs, things like that. You know, but for me, you know, when I say God, I'm talking like a higher power. And it's that whenever you are going to pray or going to ask for things in your life, it's not going to be something where you get it right away. Rather, you're going to get, you might either go through some obstacles that are going to prepare you to get to that place, or you're going to end up kind of getting uh, an, an adverse response, so to speak. So for instance, say that you, for example, say you, you know, ask to be stronger, be strong-minded, things like that. It's not just going to happen that way. You know, you might end up being having to go through a tough time where you're going to have to build that mental fortitude. We're going to have to, you know, adapt and grow mentally, just things like that. Um, I always try to keep that in the perspective of where, you know, things that you, that you ask for, things that you wish for, things that you want to come uh, uh, through fruition is it might not necessarily be and come the way that you might think it is, but it is still happening. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. Um, I also believe the same type of thing, you know. Um, it is like you can't get instant gratification off that type of stuff. The universe doesn't work like that because oh. if you weren't meant to be put through it, you wouldn't be put through it. If you weren't meant to 
for this to happen to you. It wouldn't happen to you. The universe, your higher God, your spirit, uh, spiritual guidance, whatever you believe in, they're going to put you through what they believe you can be put through. And they're putting you through that to send you to the, be the best path and your path that you're meant to be on. And if they give you instant gratification, you're, you're just going to fall off. Like they exactly. test you. So they know that you can, you can power through it and get through those types of things and just keep building and working towards that and not just falling off once you get instant gratification or or once you get what you want you just get all greedy and, and just take that in and just you know forget about all the other things you you went through or um had to deal with any anything type like that you know it's yep. um yeah it just has to do with that there's no like instant gratification in this it is a long journey and speaking on that we'll go back to like i said your journey do you uh we talked like, you know, some people don't have to hit an all time low, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I do know what I'm trying to say here, but it's kind of, it's kind of worded weird. You don't have to hit an all time low, but you are going to go through some highs and lows. You're not going to just yes. get, you may not be in the shittiest place you've ever been in, in your life, but you're going to be in a hard spot and that's, what's going to be testing you. And that's just the universe testing you. Like I said, and, um, do you think, you do you believe what you went through at your first college that's kind of what is that first what got you started you know like spiritually did you ever think about like you said you believed in like god but when you were talking to yourself and you hit that all-time low like you had that inner talk with yourself like what the hell am i doing with myself you know we've all been there who the hell am i dude this is not what i want to be <laughs> like you think that like that's really what shaped you i mean like we we kind of just covered this, like what shaped you, but do you think that's like, when you think back on it originally, like that's one of the, the main reasons like you had to come to terms and be where you are. Like, and do you think that getting out of that, uh, well, well never mind. We already covered that. Just, uh, yeah. Do you think in that all time low is really what, what shaped you? Do you think that was just the beginning or do you think that was like, do you not even consider that the beginning? Do you consider the beginning going to all my bad? Don't mean to mention your college, <laughs> um, your second school. Yeah. So I would say, I think it definitely played a part as being the beginning, you know, because at the time I was not doing that well at school. I wasn't really where I wanted to be at in life. I wasn't holding myself to standards. Um, and, you know, honestly like I was embarrassed of who I was becoming like I, I look in the mirror I'm like who is this like this isn't me this isn't who I want to be this isn't who I would ever imagine myself to be you know on the outside like yeah you know we're going out having fun all this stuff nothing's wrong on the inside I'm like what the hell am I doing like I'm out here to you know get an education play football and stuff like that but I'm being a dumbass um and so I really was like coming to heart moments where you know also the thing of you know like I said earlier being able to see my parents sacrifice so much and do what they had to do to be where they're at today I was like is this really how I'm going to repay them for their sacrifice they made for me like right they did all of this and I'm over here being a shithead like that's not like that never that did not sit good with me and it was like well like what what is the purpose out of my life right like you know like 
is this is this what what God's plan is for me or is there something bigger is there something better and that was the start of being able to say no there is there is better there is more there is like there there is a higher level that you're destined for that was the start um you know, the initial start of it and then once I went to that second school and got to dive into you know spirituality doing all this other different stuff like I was like you're right there is more um and at, at that time initially I knew there I thought there was more but I wasn't 100 percent sure of once I went was? to that second school of transition things like that started really diving into I was like no there is 100 percent and it's not just like for me like there's more for everybody you know same thing for whenever people are in you know say a shitty situation or they're not where they want to be you know you control that and you know I've said this, I've talked to other people before about this. And when I say that, they're like, it's not that easy. It's not that simple, but it is like you control it. You can change your environment. You can do all these different things, but I never said it was easy. I never said that it would be a breeze. The shit's hard as hell. It's scary. The unknown is a very terrifying and scary place. Like, I mean, I know you can speak to it as well. Like it's not, it's not all glamorous. Um, And I think that's why it turned a lot of people away because you don't know what's on the other side, you know, like, say you do make a change and what if it ends up being worse? Well, that's a possibility, but you don't know unless you do it at the same time. What if it ends up being better than you could have ever imagined, you know, it's that 50, 50 chance. Um, and for myself, I would rather put myself in there just because of the chance that it could be better than yeah. where I'm currently at. And if yeah. I fail, well, guess what? I fall on my ass and I get right back up, learn from it, do it again. And guess what? If you fail, that obviously wasn't the right, the right road for you. Once again, it's just another test and they wanted you to go through that uncomfortableness, but maybe that wasn't still the right path, but they still put you on, on a path to test yourself, to make sure you can, can beat that uncomfortableness and and being comfortable in a situation and just settling in life. Um, And I think that, yeah, it was, I think you, you, and at least the way I take your story, um, you really did start off from that self-talk and, and the more you learned about it, like you said, you, you went deep in and, and you thought more on your past and, and how that shaped you. And you realized like, yeah, this, this was the first step in an amazing journey and a journey I'm glad to be on. And then you realized like exactly you were put on that journey. That was a test and, and you decided to not stay in that comfortability and you decided to hit the unknown and see what happens from there. And once you hit that, you know, now you're on a way better path for yourself. Um, I know you're a lot more, you're comfortable with who you are, but you're not comfortable in in any situation, you know, like you're always better in yourself, but you are comfortable in your own skin and and comfortable in the type of person you are. Those are the type type of comfortables that are a good thing. Um, And what we want with authentic vibes, but you don't want to be comfortable like don't take that with a grain of salt. Like don't get in comfortability in just life and just yep. staying as the person you are. Like always um, look for ways to pro- improve and better yourself. And I know that's what you're doing. And that's why um, I was really happy that <clears throat> you reached out to me to start this podcast. Um, I saw you were doing big things. Not like That's not like, oh, I'm hopping on, you know, like you reached out to me, like I said, like probably a year ago, maybe a little bit longer and it's been in the works, but then like I said, it just hit me one day what I wanted the name to be. It stuck with me, and I've known for a while this is what I wanted it to be. Um, I just had some other stuff going on that was 
part of my journey and my path that for me, it wasn't the right time. And, uh, I needed to get some other stuff figured out and now, now we're here, but, um, yeah, I'm glad. And that's exactly why I'm glad to have you here and, and why you are here, because I know what type of person you are and I know that you're always working and working towards a, a bigger goal and a bigger journey and being a better person. So, um, that's awesome. And I'm fucking, yeah, I'm proud to fucking see where you've come, man. Um, it's been, it has been a journey for you. I mean, I've been on the outside looking in, but it's been a crazy journey. We talked about it a little bit. I'm just like crazy to see where you're at when compared to where I seen you the last time I seen you. And then, I mean, I've always like kept up because we kept in um, kept in touch about the podcast, but like really getting to talk to you and know your story and your journey is, is what proves why um, authentic vibes only is right for, for you, you know? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hey, well, enough about me, man. Let's hear about you and your story. <laughs> oh, I got to try my best to not go into too much detail. We'll be here forever. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm going to start kind of the same same thing as you. Um, uh, starting off as a kid, you know, um, I watched my parents go through a lot of hardships because they are self um self-employed business owners, you know, and they've literally done that my whole life. I mean, I was probably, I think, let's see, we're on year 16 right now of the restaurant being open. I'm 24. So I was eight years old when they first started. Um, a lot of the stuff from younger days, I don't, I don't remember that much. I mean, I'm, I remember some of their first jobs, but I knew that it was like always my dad's goal. Um, to open and own his own restaurant. So they've, they started from nothing with that. And I got to watch that whole process and see how hard they worked and how hard they struggled at times, you know, and that definitely played a lot in shaping me and who I am. Um, I watched them persevere through a lot of stuff. I actually, you know, I don't know. I don't think they will be, upset with me talking about this but I just remember days in middle school um that was really the, the when this was going on it was like our first few years when we we had two buildings we started in one building and it was just dining or no dining just carry out and delivery so then they wanted to move to a new building um that had dining like a full restaurant you know dining carry out and delivery and I remember when that first happened you know um they took out a lot of loans because it wasn't their building, but unfortunately the person who owns the building wasn't, wasn't a much of a help on fixing the place up. So they had to take out a lot of loans and, and use their own credit. And I seen how stressed they were with doing that kind of stuff, you know, but they also, you know, they're in, they're in a better place now, but oh, sorry, I don't want to jump that far ahead. Um, I remember days in middle school, them coming home literally and me as a kid, you know, I don't really understand what's going on. Like I understand it. I'm only in middle school. So I understand like it's a hard thing, but like looking back on it now, like that's, it's just amazing that they made it work. But I remember them coming home and telling me like they literally were going to close the restaurant and stuff like that because sales weren't coming in or, or whatever the case may be like they, they may not have been able to pay rent or, um, 
afford food trucks that week because of how much money they had to take out just to start it, you know? So, um, some people, you know, that's what we're on here to talk about is true, uh, true and authentic vibes to yourself. So some people will judge and be like, well, why did, why wouldn't they start with their own capital? You know, why, why did they not have any savings? And you know, they did, but stuff happened. Like I said, where they were, um, kind of screwed over in their situation, but they got through it. They pressed through it. It was a lot of stress. Um, I watched how hard they worked and that made me want to work just, just as hard or even harder than what they worked. And so we get into high school. I've always kind of worked there. Um, oh, kind of, I always have worked there to help them out, you know? And then I get into college and I see, um, yeah, just we're in your, let's just put it this way. After going through all that stuff, it shaped how, me and how I wanted to be hardworking and dedicated and passionate about things. And now I see the plus side of it, you know, um, we're on year 16, everything's going good. Parents are happy. The restaurant is, is thriving. No issues, you know, it's amazing. Um, so that's, that's the first part, you know, growing up and that's what shaped me into a hard worker and want to be dedicated and just, um, where my, my true worth at work ethic came from, I think was, yeah, watching them and seeing them go through what they went through. And then getting to high school, like you said, you deal with, you deal with your dumb drama, whatever, whatever it is. But I kind of just always felt like I, throughout my whole life, I've been different, you know? And, uh, I don't know. I, I didn't understand it until now. So I I knew like I felt different, but I didn't know why and stuff like that. And then I get into college and uh, that's probably, yeah, that was where I finally started to understand. I, I had my journey. I hit my spiritual awakening and that's what I want to call it. And you can have multiple of them. I honestly feel like I might be going through another one right now. Um, but I hit my first one. Um, I was in, a long relationship from 15 to 21 and um you know a lot of bullshit a lot of ups and downs it's puppy love it's young love we don't really know if it is love you know we don't know that type of stuff um don't want to get into detail and i'm not going to bash her or me because you know both of us were in the wrong in a lot of places and a lot of things but um yeah, so this kind of where my my spiritual awakening started is um, it started, we broke up for the final time when I was 21. This is my birthday, as is today. It's my 21st birthday. It's a shitty thing, but um, the relationship really wasn't going that bad. We had been back together for like a, a year and a half or two years, right? Um, not really any issues. Uh, I'm not going to get into what I thought was an issue at the time and why I decided to break up to with her. But the real reason I felt like I needed to break up with her is because I was in a spot. Like I said, I hit my spiritual awakening and I, I didn't really know that's what it was then, but that's, I just had this feeling in myself that I'd been in a relationship for so long and I just felt like I was kind of, thriving on her to prove to me who I am 
and I had lost myself throughout that relationship. And that's, that's, I'm, I'm not going to say, you know, like that's kind of selfish, right? I mean, kind of messed up maybe on my part that I broke up with her because I had lost myself, but you know, I can't stay in a relationship and I can't be the best version of myself if I don't even know who I am. So, um, I broke up with her on my 21st, unfortunately didn't, things didn't work out, you know, but it was really because I, I really had lost myself. I, I wasn't, happy in the relationship i wasn't happy in my life and i'm not just gonna blame that just on her because it's not her fault um i just really needed to find myself and go through some painful and and long self-talks with myself just like you did and go through a lot of things and and obstacles in my journey but that happened and that was one of the biggest things that happened where i was just like yeah i i don't know i don't know who i am but I need to find out who I am because this is not who I am. So we, uh, we broke up and it started just horrible, you know, downhill. She's upset. I'm upset. We're both depressed, whatever. Um, not whatever. It's a horrible thing. And at the same time, you know, I was, I was in college with you, um, at least one year, my sophomore year. And that was my junior year that that had happened, but my sophomore year, um, it's kind of when things started going down with football classes were, you know, I, I did kind of feel like you, I kind of found myself skipping classes here and there, but it was just really because I was struggling mentally. You know, I didn't know, like I said, I wasn't happy. I wasn't, I didn't know who I was, what, what I was or any of that. I knew what I wanted to be in school for, but I didn't know who I was as a person really. And uh, all I knew is that I wasn't happy in life and stuff like that. And I was playing football um like you said I was constantly unfortunately injured I uh I re-partially tore my ACL my um my sophomore year and I played through it and then I uh hurt my back that spring ball um so I missed spring ball but you know I I was I was uh back for junior year and uh I hurt my knee again that camp and once again I was playing through it and you know it's it's tough I uh I was the starter obviously after my freshman year I, I became the starting running back for the team for three straight years and I just couldn't find myself not injured you know I don't know I don't feel like I was doing anything wrong or or what I was doing right for my body at the time I felt like I was doing stuff right. But, um, every time I just could not find myself not injured. And I was also struggling with the relationship. And like I said, just being depressed in life and not happy. And, um, I just felt not supported in, in a lot of areas in my life that doesn't have to do with family, family. I felt supported, but even in my relationship, I think I wasn't or I know I wasn't really open enough where she could even support me herself or be there for me. So that was another issue, you know, like I felt unsupported, but I wasn't even being open with her with what was going on. So that's on me. And then, you know, I was open with a lot of the, the players and coaches, but you know, I still felt unsupported and maybe like they just didn't understand at the time because I feel like at that time is kind of when like anxiety, depression, especially in males and especially in male athletes was like a thing that was coming out and that it was okay for that to be a thing. And, you know, you always had that stigma 
especially being a male athlete that, oh, dude, you got to be this hard-nosed motherfucker and nothing can ever be wrong with you. Um, so, like, I just think that there was just misunderstandings between some of the players that I thought I wanted support from or needed support from and some of the coaching staff. Um, so they're still good people and good dudes. That doesn't, you know, like I said, it's just like times were a little bit different, even though it was just a few years ago. Um, times were different stuff. That kind of stuff was just becoming like, just like a societal norm. Like it was yeah. literally just beginning. So like, I don't really think, that they just understood about it because I've, I have seen just keeping a watch, you know, I still pay attention that a lot they've grown. I see that they support all that stuff and that's amazing. You know, it's amazing to see them grow just as much, you know, the coaching staff, the players and all that I've seen them all grow as well. So this is not like a bash on them. It's just like misunderstanding and I didn't have the support I needed and I was going through it and yeah. So my journey continues. Um, I get injured again that season. I play through it. Um, I played through it for a while. I finally got healthy and I, I hurt my knee again, but different ligaments. And um, actually at the end of that season, I broke my foot. So that was a third injury that year. You know, I was just going through it. So all that shit. And then I'm going to treatment constantly, you know, two, three times a day. And that's even more mentally draining because it's like, dude, like, I'm in class all day, every day. I got practice in the morning. Then immediately after I got weights, then immediately after I got class, I got to find some time to eat. I'm already not happy, you know, and then I got to go to treatment and two times a day, then go to meetings. You know, it's just a lot on me mentally going through what I was going through, um, especially with the relationship up and sitting down. So the whole time, you know, and then at the end of that season, you know, it ended whatever we had our end of the season meetings I wasn't sure I was going to come back either to play um I was actually decided I wasn't and uh one of the coaches I had a really good relationship had convinced me otherwise after having about five meetings with him um but then February came my birthday my 21st me and my girlfriend of seven eight years had broke up and once again you know like I was already unhappy with what was going on with football and and just life in general, and then that happened, and I was more depressed, so whatever, I try to get over that, but I was really struggling with the relationship, even though, you know, I broke up with her, but I was still struggling, like, I'm a year with someone for that long, um, and even though I, like, like I said, I wasn't happy with myself, and didn't know who I was, I was still struggling with that, and, and trying to get over the trauma, and all the heartbrokenness, because I was still heartbroken, you know, I still cared about her, so loved her, but fast forward from that spring ball comes, I go all the way through spring ball. Um, I was good. I decided I was going to play that term ends. spring term ends. Um, summer comes and I was still just depressed with life, you know, still depressed from the breakup, still kind of dealing from some aftermath stuff from that. And uh, I got very, very out of shape and I was eating, very unhealthily i was binge drinking i was drinking every weekend and you know me i didn't even start drinking till i mean i obviously shouldn't be saying this but till my sophomore year of college i wasn't drinking at all you know i didn't drink i didn't smoke nothing like that i was pretty straight edge for most of my life for the beginning of it especially in college and then 
junior year came as soon as I turned 21 and I started just drinking every weekend, multiple times a week, especially once I got home for summer, I was drinking just, I feel like out of control and yeah. just to mask the emotions, you know? So, uh, I just kept going and being depressed and I've always dealt with that stuff, even in high school and stuff, but it just wasn't as bad. I've always had anxiety, depression, but you know, I kind of always found a way to mask over it. And until I had these talks with myself, I wasn't able to, to really realize that's what I was, I was going through and then be diagnosed with. But I get home for that summer. I'm drinking all the time, fucking out of shape as fuck. Got up to 240 pounds. I'd never been heavier than 220. You know, I was fat as shit. I was very upset with myself. Same thing. I, I look myself in the mirror. Um, well, let, let, before that, because this is before that. The summer was coming to an end, and I got a text from the head coach, and um, he had asked if I was coming back, and I had full intentions of coming back at the end of that year, like I said, and I, um, when he texted me, I sent back that, no, nah, I wasn't coming back, and I'm not going to say that I, I handled that the right way or professionally, but there are some things I didn't feel like were handled professionally or right way in the season, which I won't get into. But, you know, I could have handled that better, too, as myself. And, and I, w I do wish I would have handled that better. But I can't fix it now. You can't live in the past. Um, but that happened. And then, like I said, the summer kept coming. Um, summer I, summer got longer because we would have went back earlier for football. Summer got longer. I kept drinking, kept eating like shit. And then I finally started at my new school. And that's just another thing to throw on top of more depression and anxiety and shit I had to deal with is once again, being uncomfortable in another situation. I had, I think the hardest part was, um, I don't know. I was finally getting, I was finally like over the relationship, but I was getting heavy and I didn't realize that, but I, uh, was starting in a new school and, I never knew what life was like to not be an athlete. And yeah. that is like part of what I meant. Like, I don't know who I am as a person because all I knew my whole life was you're a football player, you're an athlete. And that's all I knew. Um, and that's all that mattered. And I think that was another hard part is uh, a lot of people found out that I was not playing football anymore. And all I heard all summer or when I started at the new school is like, Oh, why the fuck aren't you playing football anymore? Well, that's dumb. Or I can't believe you would not play or, Oh, now basically you don't matter because you're not playing football and people that would be on my side before I stopped playing football and they no longer cared about me and shit like that. So that made it even harder. So finding myself and who I was after playing football so long and only being known as an athlete was, was the hardest part of that. So I'm starting at a new school, going through that, just uncomfortable starting at a new school, but just uncomfortable because I didn't know who I was as a person besides an athlete as well. Um, then fast forward, COVID hits right away. You know, I'm in school for like five months at my new school, COVID hits, we're online. But that's really where, where the main, main spiritual awakening started. You know, I went through all this other stuff and I knew like I, 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 I still kept masking it. I knew I, I needed to figure out who I was, like I said, and I talked about that already, but I just kept masking it with drinking and eating unhealthy and just creating unhealthy habits to mask that. And then COVID hit and I was at home a lot, you know, March, 2020 hit. I went on a, a vacation to Vegas right before COVID came for spring break. 
and that was like a late birthday present and I got back from there and I looked looked in the mirror and I that's when I really realized like holy shit dude like what the fuck happened to you like you were in such good shape you look horrible now you look like a completely different person you just look unhealthy like in the face and the eyes all that look weight wise you look dead you know like literally like my face was just like so I had such bad circles around my eyes and it was so heavy and I really just did not recognize myself so that's what me and a buddy um that I'd known my whole life got really close closer than what we had been um but fucking we got really close and got into the gym and you know we held each held it held ourselves accountable and that kind of yeah the spiritual awakening started there talking myself in the mirror that day and saying like this is not who you are this is not what you want to be and then i got into the gym um i started eating way healthier you know counting macros all that kind of stuff and i went from 240 to 220 like very fast you know like i lost 20 pounds like almost instantly like two months and my goal was to get back down to, to 200 and then i kept working out and the more i worked out i actually started smoking for the first time that march like right when all this stuff was happening and then i think that played a big factor in my spiritual awakening as well is um when i started smoking and, and then doing all this other stuff it, it it really grounded me and uh helped me realize where I want to be, who I want to be, what I need to do, and that there is more to life, and um, there is a higher power, and I felt like I started seeing signs, you know, like I, I got into that kind of stuff, I was seeing a lot of synchronicities, especially when I started getting on this path of getting back into shape, and um, being a better human being, um, and figuring out why the shit that happened to me in the past had happened, and where I need to go from there to to better that the the outcomes that had happened in the past um so i was smoking working out all that stuff still going to school and then yeah um when i was working out and started smoking i got way into spiritual stuff and in the universe and figuring all that out and every day um one of my things i do i still do it now um let's see. Well, I, like I kept going to the gym and all that stuff was working, but I still wasn't feeling right. So then I got more of the spiritual stuff and I started writing affirmations in my, in my gym notebook every day, you know, like I am healthy. I'm grateful, uh, stuff like that. And I felt like that, I, I, like I hit a plateau in the gym and I started doing that stuff. And I felt like once again, I was renewed, you know, I started doing that and I got all the way down to 200 and then Never thought I would get below that, but I still wasn't happy, you know? So, um, I got down to 185 and that's about where I sit right now, anywhere between 185 to 193. And I never thought that would happen, but even at that, after a while, I never thought I was happy still, you know? And I realized that was another part of my journey is, you know, like just because you're losing weight and stuff, that's not where happiness begins, you know? Yeah. So I still had to dig deeper and, and figure out really how to, truly be happy in my own skin in my own mind and uh yeah i think writing the affirmations um doing meditation and getting deep into thought and uh sitting in the sun and, and getting in your mind you know just getting outside of nature grounding stuff like that really helps and that really helped me um it's all been a part of the journey but 
I did hit an all-time low multiple times, you know, especially even after losing all that weight, I still wasn't happy, like I said. Um, so then, you know, I had to figure out why, what other reasons was I depressed? Like, what else is, is wrong? Why else am I not um, still happy? And I felt like I always needed reassurance from other people and judgment from other people to, to be happy. And that's one, like, I found that's one of the things I just found out that like true happiness comes from within. It's not what other people think about you or how they feel about you. So you got to stop thinking like that. You got to stop just caring about what other people say about you because what it don't matter how hard you work or what you do. Um, especially behind closed doors, no one really knows what's going on in your life. So what people say about you, um, is not what or who you are. And I found that out, you know, just going through all this journey, but that's really what, what shaped my authentic vibes only type and who I am as a yeah. person, you know, start off as my family and all that. Sorry. I, it was long, but yeah, it's a long, a long process. You know, I feel like I'm kind of going through it again. Um, starting over again, you know, it's okay for that to happen. It's okay to have multiple spiritual awakenings. Um, you may hit a plateau or you may hit another low and, and be confused again and where you're at, but I was going through some health health stuff as of recent. Um, I did, I stopped smoking for probably I haven't smoked in like like 15 weeks. You know, um, I've been going through some stuff and it's it's creating another spiritual awakening for me. So I'm trying to find new ways and find new things about me again and figure that kind of stuff out. Um, and one of the biggest things I think about this journey is like I told you, I've always felt different, and it's just yeah. that. I think that not, I think that I know that I've always been more in touch with my feelings and that has to do with the fact of how I was raised. Um, and that's one of the things that I've had to deal with a lot is a lot of people judging me because of my depression and because I am in touch with my feminine side, which, you know, you learn that kind of stuff through spirituality as well. It's like, it's okay to be in touch with your feminine emotions as a male. I don't always show them, you know, that's not, like I'm just feminine. I have the masculine as well. It's just, um, it's okay to show your feelings. It's okay to show your emotions and what you're going through. And if that's what you need to do to get through your journey, that's what you need to do. It doesn't matter male or female. Um, but that's a lot of stuff I was going through, especially, like I said, that stigma being a football player, you know, I got everyone, I'm already depressed and dealing with these stuff in my head that I can't control. And you got people that are supposed to support you calling you pussy or, or saying like, oh, you don't, you're not supposed to have feelings or guys can't be depressed or depression's not real. Or, you know, I, I go out and I try to express myself in ways of fashion. And I really enjoy that. Like I'm into sneakers, you know, I, I just started doing this slit in my eyebrow within the last six months, um, all that kind of stuff, wearing these glasses, you know, I go out and people judge me and it's like, that's what this podcast is about, man. It's, it's, it's about, staying true to yourself and having fun and uh, enjoying what you're doing in life and showing who you are to the world and not caring what other people think because you're comfortable with who you are and you're comfortable in what you do. Um, yeah. I literally went out this weekend and it sounds like I care. Like it's just, you know, I've dealt with it so long. I don't care, but it's just something I want to talk about because I literally went out this weekend for my birthday, wear these glasses. The first person I see judges me. And I'm like, you know, 
I'm out here living my best life. You know, I'm out having fun for my birthday. I don't really care that she got, got that opinion. <laughs> this is who I am. It's not going to change. It doesn't mean, you know, I don't want to use bad terms or, or say it's not okay, but it doesn't mean I'm, I'm gay. Cause I'm in touch with my emotions or I'm gay. Cause I, I wear these or I'm gay. Cause I have this, this slit my eyebrow, you know, I've, I've gotten that a lot, especially as of recent, as I have gotten more in touch and really realized it's okay to be in touch with your emotions. You know, I, I get that comment a lot, but that doesn't change the fact that I'm not, you know, like, um, I shouldn't care that people say it, but it's just like a, a thing. Like I said, I don't care, but it's a thing I get a lot. And it's like, just because there's these social stigmas or whatever, doesn't mean that, um, you can't feel and do the things you feel are right towards you and for you. So that's why I like to express the way I do. Um, and that doesn't change my, my sexuality or nothing. You know, I'm in touch with my feminine side. I'm in touch with emotions, but change anything like it. Um, it should just make you more comfortable. And honestly, I feel like it can make you just, yeah, just more comfortable and able to talk to anyone and everyone, you know, female, male, gay, straight, lesbian, any, anything. Um, you just gotta be comfortable with who you are and express what you like. It doesn't matter what other people are saying, you know, you like what you like, you do what you do. And that's all that matters. No, nothing else matters, you know. Um, yeah. If it makes you happy, do it. Unless you're being a piece of shit, you know. If something makes you happy, do it. Who cares what society says? Who cares what the stigmas are? Um, if you're happy doing it, it makes you feel good as a person. It makes you feel warm on the inside. It makes you feel any type of serotonin, any type of way. Do it. And just beat that uncomfortableness. And once you get comfortable with it, you won't have a second thought about it because it's just getting past those initial stages of uncomfortableness and then you become way more comfortable and then you at anything that's said or done towards you you just you brush it off it's nothing to you anymore because you're just comfortable in who you are and that's what this is about sorry it's such a long tangent um on my journey but it it all leads to to that and yeah that that's what authentic vibes only really is about and finding your true self no matter what you've been through or whatever you had to go through there are some shitty shitty things you have to go through and there's a lot on people's journeys and on people's plates um so just stay true to yourself be authentic have fun um and be genuine and treat others well because you don't know what people are going through and uh yeah they're they could be going on their own journey at the time so show them your true self, be nice to others and stay true to your, yeah, just stay true to yourself while they're staying true to themselves, trying to find themselves. Man. My man over here dropped a whole bunch of gems, man. You can make yeah. like 18 different podcasts out of everything you just said. I mean, we could touch tomorrow on some of this stuff about it. Um, I know this episode too, and it was long. And yeah, I did talk about a lot. We could retouch on it whenever. Um, yeah. But this was the journey episode, and that—that's kind of, yeah, <laughs> that's my journey and how I feel, <laughs> and more about what authentic vibes is and how it came about, and it's all through this journey yeah. I've been through. And Jordan was one person I seen going through a, a journey 
and may have been similar to mine, and I believe it's similar to mine. He didn't get as detailed, but it is similar to mine. He has been through a lot of the same stuff, and that's why he's a part of this journey as well. And now we're on another journey together here as Authentic Vibes Only, so it's just the start. Right. Now, you know, I got to ask you this question. Out of your whole journey, as both our journeys are still going, what is kind of the, the main takeaway that you have gotten so far that you can use as you continue to go on this journey of life? It's just what the whole, whole brand is about for me. And that's really going inside and finding what truly makes you happy. Um, it doesn't really matter what that is. It doesn't have to be anything specific. Like for me, you know, I like to show off my goofiness. I like to show off with fashion you know i'm not trying to show off for people but that's the way i like to express myself is is like my true emotions are being goofy i like to show my my fashion side i like to show my my emotions to people i don't mask that type of stuff i like to show true love to people you know i like to to show love to everyone that doesn't mean i fucking i'm fake or nothing you know that's just who i am you know and you just had to go deep and really for me yeah that that's that's what it is was I was doing things that I thought were making me happy. And I, I went deeper and realized that those things I'm doing still are not making me happy. Like I lost 60 pounds and I'm still not fucking happy. Like, you know, that had nothing to do with being happy. Um, so I just had to go deeper and really realize that, yeah, I know I, I knew that happiness came from within, but like I had to keep going deeper to find that happiness from within and how to show it and how to uh, uh i can't think of the word but <laughs> yeah just how to radiate it and uh yeah that's that's what the journey was for me is just going deep and, and finding what truly makes you happy because i was doing so much and it still wasn't making me happy and i was doing so much for other people that wasn't making me happy that type of stuff so All right so follow up on that question for you Say for someone who is either starting on this journey of realizing that they're not where they want to be at, right? Or they, uh, they understand and realize that things aren't necessarily going the way they expect or they're not in the right you know, mind space, whatever the case may be, right? The overall premise of being that they're not happy where they're currently at and they want to take that first step what do you feel like is that first step the first step especially like I think it was for both of us as well is is like you you hit something or you hit a low or something inside you like I said whether it's the universe sending that message to you or that's what I believe it was, but it's like the subconscious minds. Maybe the universe is sending that, that message to your subconscious mind, but it's like just one day you really wake up after being, being and going through so much fucking shit and you look in the mirror and you really realize like you don't recognize yourself and that's not who you want to be or where you want to be. So you, that just triggers something that makes you think deeper into who you are. And, um, I also believe that um, 
whether or not people want to or not, it's okay to get help with this kind of stuff, you know, like if you, uh, if it does start with depression or maybe not even depression, but like, you don't know where to start, you know, just talking to someone you really feel comfortable with or talking, even going to a therapist, if you have to, you know, I've, I'm, I've done both, you know, I've been in therapy. I have a therapist now. I don't consistently go because I've, I've become way more, like I said, I became way happier and comfortable with myself and who I am, but going and seeing a therapist, if you have to, is, is okay. Um, don't ever think it's not, but that, that kind of stuff can help. Um, just letting it all out, even if it's not to a therapist, just someone you're comfortable with letting everything out can really help. And once you speak it, you may realize that may be what makes you realize like, holy shit, you know, that may trigger what in your head, what, what's really going to make you happier or make you flip that switch of, um, your awakening. Yeah. Way. That's a perfect segue into our quote of the day. Yeah. Do you have one? If not, I still have one or we can both have one. I don't care. I did not have one today. It's all good. You got one next week. That's fine. Um, Quote of the day from February 1st from Dalai Lama, the 14th. If you can cultivate the right attitude, your enemies are your best spiritual teachers because their presence provides you with the opportunity to enhance and develop tolerance, patience, and understanding. And to me... Like I said, my enemies and what people were saying to me really used to get the best of me. And then it just helped me really realize that what they're saying isn't who I am and helped me learn more about myself by them saying the kind of things they said to me. So, um, yeah, they, they helped on the spiritual path. They helped teach me things, um, by not taking stuff personal and yeah, it did really help me and provide me with the opportunity to enhance and develop um, patience and understanding with myself, but also with others, you know, like I say this, um, but I, the people that say that stuff to me, they haven't had that yet. You know, they don't know. Most of them don't know who they are still. And it doesn't matter the age. It's just, a lot of the people that say the stuff they say, it's because they're afraid of that type of thing, or that's their biggest insecurity or whatever the case may be. So people, even though someone's being mean to you, like I said, just don't even, don't even brush it off. Like show love to them because they're probably struggling. You know, you, you really don't know, but most people that, that are hateful or, or want to say things out of spite, you know, you don't know what they're going through. And, and they're really struggling as well most of the time. So that's why you just got to brush it off. Like at the beginning of your journey, it probably is really going to, you're going to take it personal and you may want to be spiteful back, but, but really it's not worth it. Like they're going through it as well. Um, and like I said, what they say will teach you to just be okay and brush stuff off. But yeah, don't, don't get fucking, just don't hate that person and, and hold um, hate in your heart for that because you don't know what they're going through either. And you, like I said, they, they probably haven't had their awakening or find out who they really are. And they're struggling to do that, do that type of thing. And 
they're just showing their insecurities through what they're saying to you. So, um, yeah, that's how I feel about that quote. Yeah. You know, going off of that, you know, the thing that I've learned in myself, you know, we've talked about this a little bit of where, you know, in what I do, I, I guess I'm more out there on social media in terms of, you know, people will voice their opinions if they disagree on something I say, you know, I might get, you know, some attacking comments of that sort. And like, it comes with the territory. I completely understand it. It doesn't, doesn't bother me at all. The thing that I do always keep in mind though, is, you know, the, on the small chance I do get some, you know, attacking comment or a degrading comment, things like that as well. Yes, I don't appreciate the comment at all. However, that comment says a lot more about that person than it does me. Because you have to think about it. That person went out of their way to say some rude ass shit to you. You know, like not the people that are going to be doing that are necessarily going to be in the most, the best place or not be in their best version of themselves. So you just got to understand that and just be like, well, you know, I feel sorry for you that you feel so bad internally that you're going to come out and attack me. You know, this, the other thing is, at least from my mindset, is that for me, competition, it's not me versus you. It's me versus myself. Exactly. Like, I don't, like, I, like, by all means, do your thing. Like, I want everyone else to succeed, even in the same business, even in the same business landscape. Like, I want all of us to do great. I want all of us to push each other to be the best that we can be and keep reaching new heights and keep, you know, expanding and growing you know like my mindset is well we're in the same landscape i want to be able to not necessarily work with each other but kind of you know pick each other's brains on things on how to better each of our business and stuff like that because then to me it's like all right we can push each other and take it to this next step because we're elevating together as opposed to you know say we're both doing our thing and you decide to say some rude shit to me and I'm like, bro, I didn't do anything to you. So I don't know where this is coming from. Um, anyway, the big thing is that you have to be so focused on watering your own grass that you don't really care to check on how other people's grass is doing because it doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is you versus yourself. And are you holding yourself accountable every day? Are you showing up every day? And most importantly, are you doing things that you feel like are important to yourself every single day because if you're not and you're not feeling happy if you're not, you're not and you you don't feel satisfied in life you don't feel like you are progressing life you feel like you're just going through the motions like things are getting mundane just start implementing doing one thing a day that you love that you're passionate about that you enjoy doing it doesn't have to be for long it could be 5 10 minutes but start being somewhere. able to just hold yourself accountable that way, right? And have it be you are your own competition will completely change your mindset. And I promise you, it'll help you elevate to a whole nother level you never even thought was possible. Exactly, man. And you know, um, like you said, biggest thing is, man, start somewhere. You don't have to fucking, you don't figure it out overnight. You don't. You don't ever completely figure it out. You just keep, taking those stepping stones and adding them together and building and building and building. And, uh, yeah, it's just got to start somewhere. You don't want to even you overwhelm yourself self trying to start it all or do it all or change completely overnight. You're going to want to not do it even more. You're going to hate it more. 
So you just yeah. got to start off with them stepping stones, you know. It's just a little game, you know. Just walk each little step, man, you know. And, yeah, hold yourself accountable. But I think that's it for this episode. Um, <laughs> yeah. Golden concept here today, man. Sorry to get a little deep on y'all, but uh, that's the journeys. Um, my journey, Jordan's journey, and all I know is the past is the past. Yesterday's the past, and uh, every day you have an opportunity to be better than you were yesterday, and that's all that matters. So, have a good night, guys. Thanks for listening. And we will see you next week. Remember, every Wednesday at 12, we will be dropping a podcast. So we'll see you next week. I hope you enjoy the first podcast. And you are definitely were back for this one. Um, and I hope you enjoyed this one enough to keep coming back. Have a good night. I don't really want to talk when the cap comes off, yeah. I don't really give a fuck. I'm going to let you off. I'ma let you do you I just wanna have fun and 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 with my feet kicked back drinking hand meditate about getting back taste good vibes protect me tell no lies and keep my peace I just might have hurt my liver seven day bender yeah I'm a sinner full time sender when a chicken dinner truth don't bend her lies I'm Bless this pussy, then my eyes get white, and the killer. Pride go hide, mood tight like Miller. On my DT shit, blunts feel gorilla. Then I'm stuck in the same spot, work ethic vanilla. See, I'm working, and the road's real rocky, so I'm swerving. Baby hoes coming to, I'm not deserving. Pissed a few too many off, but I'm learning, burning. Bridges that burn me. I don't really wanna talk when the cap comes off, yeah. I don't. Really give a fuck, I'ma let you walk, yeah Let me live my life, I'ma let you do you, yeah. I just wanna have fun and, 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 and I don't think I'm special, everybody around telling me I'm skipping levels Devil on my shoulder saying trust my ego Don't trust, never trust that evil Cause when I did, bender from one sip Trauma when I was a kid, it all came crashing down.